en mi cama Te voy a dar tabla de selfie yeah. Dime pa' dónde vamos Después de la playa Si no se camó Yo traigo la toalla Y de nuevo nos mamamos Pero en mi cama Te voy a dar tabla de selfie bebé Dime, ¿vamos para el mambo o no vamos para el mambo? Tú me dices, mami. ¡Zumba! Hey, 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 Jerry Reynoso, it's a beautiful Friday and the new Bad Bunny is on. We are here partying at the Long Beach State University, turn to us radio station. What a fiesta we're having up in here, right? Un verano sin ti. Un verano sin ti. Yeah, this is a banger for sure, man. Hey, 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 hey. I had to bring the sleeveless straight out for this one. I had told you. They're using the sleeveless top today, everyone. On some true deal shit. Hell yeah. Hey, hey. You need a modelo in your butt. In your uh, that's all I need is a modelo with a lemon inside of it, right? <laughs> all right. Shout out Bad Bunny. But we got plenty of Los Angeles Football Club football to talk about. What a way to start the show. A little bit. You want your hair, your headphones up? Yeah. There, there you go, go. There you go. Sauce. Perfecto. What a what a week. What a week. I'll let you know right now, brother. Finals kicking my ass. <laughs> God, yeah. I don't know if you can hear my voice. Yeah, I mean, I can see it in you, bro. <laughs> you can see it in me, right? <laughs> I can see it. I'll be yawning and I'm like tears coming out. I'm like, yeah. oh man, that's not. You got you got finals this week though. Uh just week? a lot of prepping, dude. Uh, yeah. A lot of bad prep, like you know, journalism majors. You know us. We'll be editing like crazy mm-hmm. and making videos and writing articles and whatnot. So yeah, most definitely, it's like basically getting some stuff done, finishing all your projects. And yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. And then on top of that, next week is like all the exams. So mm. what shouldn't be too bad. It's the actual projects that are like, yeah, heavy work. No, load. I'm in the same boat. Yeah, man. I got two projects to do by next week. That I have not touched at all. Dude, I got like an essay due a Monday that I've like been yeah. working on for like the past three months, bro. And it's still not done. <laughs> working. Working on working it. Working. On Quotations it, right? are on there. <laughs> yep. Most definitely. I feel you. But yeah, man, how are you doing? <clears throat> oh, go open the door for Roxy real quick. Ooh. Yeah, Roxy's trying to get in. Go, We got you. Yeah. Go open the door. <laughs> we got somebody trying to get into the building right now, getting ready to record their show in the other studio. So Jonathan's going to open that door. But yeah, we have plenty to talk about here in the Los Angeles Saga Show. Uh, fine uh, Friday morning thus far. All right, she just left. She's out. They're down. Put the put the thing in there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh Jonathan. Oh man, can't tell him to do anything. I was gonna tell you to put the the, the kickstand right there, yeah, the doorstep. All right, cool. I don't know where they went, but <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, we got a lot to talk about. Not only just about this uh, big game against Philadelphia, but what <clears> led <throat> up to this matchup. You know, we got bad money releasing El Verano Senti. Well, mm-hmm. unfortunately, about a year and a half ago, we experienced 
un verano sin fútbol. Okay, Jerry. So we're definitely going to talk about that. The last matchup LAFC had before the pandemic was against Philadelphia in an amazing matchup, which I was fortunate to be a part of. Uh, three to three. You were playing? No, I wish. <laughs> you were on, on the pitch? If that was the case, I would have been four three. Uh, hey. Yeah, I'll let you know right for now. For Philly? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you asshole. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> but no, yeah. The, so we'll be talking about that and just, you know, how things were looking during the pandemic and now we're looking ahead, man. Return of the Philadelphia Union who are uh, the reigning supporter shoot winners. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. There'll be a lot to talk about. Also, we'll, of course, in a bit, we'll be touching on the... Uh, Phillies, number one in the, the East, East, right? yep, right now, number one in the East. But we'll also be touching the CONCACAF Champions League final, leg two. Mm-hmm. Seattle take over CONCACAF after defeating Pumas, the Liga Mekis, over uh, by way of 3-0. Yeah. That was a thrashing for sure, and Seattle turned out big time. So we'll talk about it a little bit, but for now, let's go ahead and just breathe. <clears throat> Cause we got a, we had a heavy week, man. I had a crazy week. Quarter two shows on Monday. Mm. Pipe dream. Pipe dream. Saga. My goodness, posted that. Prepping for finals all week. Mm. God, busy man. man, busy, busy man. Hey, but busy is good sometimes. Hey, but next week, summer baby. Summer baby. Damn. Yeah. I'm gonna try to finish everything today. Tomorrow, to Loki, like. I'm thinking about, you know, doing my exams today. Really? Because they're due, like, Tuesday. Mm. So I might just knock them out today and not worry about them. I mean, do what you got to do, Jerry. Do what you got to do so you can do what you want to do. Yeah. That's the way to go about it. It's a busy weekend, though. Oh, yeah. Mother's yeah. Day as Mother's well. Day. Shout out to all the mothers. Shout out to all the mamas. My mom, love you. Arcelia Reynoso. Shout out to all the fathers that play mother roles as well. Hell, yeah. Shout out to my pops, too. It's his birthday on Mother's Day, hey, man. Shout out Big Jerry. Big J. Big Snacks is what we call him. He doesn't go by Jerry at all. He does. Mm, okay. But I'm the Jerry. Yeah. Jerrito? No, I'm Jerry. He's Jerrito. Mm. I'm the big Jerry, bro. All right. All right, all right. He's Big Snacks. That's, the, right, that's what that's right. my Theo's calling Big Snacks. <laughs> <laughs> if you know him, you know why. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah. Shout out to all the mothers out there. This is a football heavy weekend, not only for uh, mothers, <laughs> but. For Los Angeles, mm. as tomorrow LAFC will take on Philadelphia, welcome at the bank, and then we have a we had to go to sleep and then come right back to the bank for those who are Angel C- City football fans, because mm-hmm. Angel City will be playing this weekend against Orlando Pride, I believe. I have to double check that, but I believe they are playing Orlando Pride, and I'm um, fighting against sleep right now, and like just resting and debating whether I should go to the game now. Because I missed that first one, and it was a big regret. I'll let you know right now. Mm. I think I might have to turn up to this one. We'll have to wait and see how I feel after Saturday's game. Um, but two games back-to-back, and then finals right. Oh, bro, I'm over here. I might as well stub my toe on the door. <laughs> my goodness. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to possibly attending both matches. I'll for sure attend the LAFC game mm-hmm. uh, tomorrow. So looking forward to that. Uh, but they, yeah, they do play Orlando Pride. All right, see, I know I, I looked at that earlier. You no, know, you know your Angel City, I guess. I'm getting there. I was actually tuning into the uh, Angel Wear Boots uh, shows that uh, Once in Football is doing. It's awesome what they're doing over there because it's all women's panel. Ooh! So shout out to uh, shout out women. All the yeah, shout out <laughs> shout out women in general. Uh, unless you're Amber Heard and um, <laughs> uh. Uncalled yeah. call, for, but, but you know what I mean. It was deserving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jennifer Munoz, who is a 
friend of the podcast actually part friend of the los angeles saga uh 110 family member nina Kiefer, amanda brooke lauren sesselman uh megan Reigns is over there as well and then sarah gordon who's the defender of angel city she's a part of the show because unfortunately she deal with the injury that will make her uh sit on the sidelines for the rest of the she's year be gone for a bit yeah so she's part of the show which is pretty cool you know she's talking about yeah. her team gives you some insight yeah exactly some real insight so i found that i found that fascinating i was just watching that this morning as well because i wasn't able to catch yesterday's because i went to go to the ucla for that ucla uh, versus long beach state men's volleyball semifinal, mm-hmm. which was go beach fantastic shout out the beach crazy yeah so three two reverse sweep reverse sweep baby that's how it was that's crazy yep yep that's oh. probably gonna be like a historic match yeah, and then they play uh, Hawaii. They're playing Hawaii Ooh, on Saturday again? for the national championship. It's a rematch. Rematch. That's going straight. I'm excited. Yeah. I was watching that um, Long Beach State Hawaii game. Oh, the first one. Yeah, they, the like during the regular season. The, the, oh, the Big West final. Conference final. Yeah, the Big yeah, West. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, that's pretty good. So it's a rematch, bro. Hawaii's what? They're defending national champs, aren't they? I believe so. Damn. And I think Long Beach lost them last year too. Mm. Could be wrong. Some bad blood, there. some bad blood right there. I know Long Beach. The won Beach it. versus the Bows. Mm-hmm. They call them the Rainbows, Rainbow Warriors. Beach won t- 2018 and 2019, and then Hawaii won 2020. I, I want to believe say. so, and they didn't have a 2021 season. Or switch, switch, yeah, yeah. something like that. Something around there. Either way, we don't like Hawaii. Yeah, but we do only like for vacation. Yeah. But yeah, man, let's go ahead and uh, transition to because uh, there's a lot of stuff that happened in the football world uh, this week. So much, not just you know in the domestic leagues, but in the confederational areas of Champions League, both UEFA and Concacaf Champions League. So we're just gonna go ahead and just rush through them real quick. What a game between Seattle and Pumas! What a well-deserved win for Seattle Sounders. Good for them. I mean, it is what it is, man. I mean, LAFC had the chance. Unfortunately, they didn't get the win against Tigres. Mm-hmm. Of course, man. We it would always be awesome to say we're the first ones. Definitely. But unfortunately, we're not. And Nemolo, you know what it's I mean? It's just how the cookie it, crumbles. Exactly it. Have you ever seen that movie? The what? Have you ever seen the movie Bruce Almighty? No. Well, Bruce Almighty. Yeah. Steve Carell. Yeah, Steve Carell uh, and Jim Carrey. I, I want to say that I have, but I don't remember anything. That's about what it. he says because he's a news anchor. He's oh, really? like, and that's how the cookie crumbles. Uh, I know Anchorman. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Anchorman. Shout out uh, uh, Will Ferrell. Shout out Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell over Steve Carell. Yeah. But yeah, Seattle Sounders, 3-0. Two goals from Nico Lodero and one from Raul Diaz. Dude, crazy game. I was excited to watch. I was watching here. Raul Diaz scored two. Yeah, vice versa. That's on me. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. You're good, you're good. Don't, uh, don't, finals, don't, bro. Don't fuck with the Peru, bro. No, I, yeah, my bad, my bad. Yeah, we're putting on, bro. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but really, they actually did show up. He Dude, but on. it wasn't even just that. It's just the overall football was just so fine, man, mm-hmm. from Seattle. And that's why I say, like, it was well-deserved. Uh, very dominant display. Very dominant display. Pumas had nothing on Seattle that whole game. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it all comes down sometimes, you know, mo- football is a game of moments, and it all comes down to who wants it most and who could cap- capitalize on those moments. Yep. So that's exactly what Seattle did. They won three moments to none. Mm-hmm. They definitely wanted more, 100%. Oh, I'm yeah. 68,000. Imagine 68,000 in Seattle and losing in front of that crowd. That would have been sad. Dude, I would have never gone to a game again, Loki. <laughs> like, but I only imagine, like, the amount of people that went to the game, but the amount of new fans. Like, mm. That was probably a lot of fans' first time watching soccer or mm. just the Seattle Sounders in oh, general. in person. Yeah, exactly. So, 
the atmosphere was there. Yeah, most definitely. And they always show up, you yeah. know. So shout out to Seattle Sounders. They won that. But uh I'm not, a, you, not a big fan of the fight and win. <laughs> it's a bit corny. Yeah, but it is corny, think, yeah. at this point they've won the Concacaf Champions League, so they could do whatever they want. What right? the fuck can we for say? now. What, what can we say? Yeah, for now. Uh but uh Maybe it worked. Truth be told, run it back so we can participate and yeah, uh, yeah, win yeah. it ourselves and be a true champion. That's okay. ours next year. And I dropped a tweet, Loki. I was like, does this start off an era of MLS dominance, the, yeah. dominance in the CONCACAF Champions League? So MLS supremacy across CONCACAF. Mm, it could. Could be the Kickstarter. What do you think? There's a lot of debate that could be, you know, there's a lot of things that you can have a debate for, you know. Are the Sounders the best team in MLS in terms of franchise-wise? They're up there. They're up there for sure. Top three. Okay. Historically speaking, yeah, MLS, historically I speaking, would say at this point, yeah. How many MLS Cups have they won? Two, three, four? Two. Two? They've won two, been to three, won four U.S. Open Cups, I believe, won one Supporter Shield, one Champions League. And and this is all top the, of my head. The one and only Champions League. The only one, yeah, one and only Champions League. Uh, DC United and Galaxy did win a Champions Cup, which mm. is, you know, pretty much the same thing. Mm. But this is back in the 90s. So, mm. yeah, I, that's... Fair enough to the, oh ninety eight for DC United and two thousand for Galaxy mm. back in the Kobe Jones era and whatnot all those Ooh. fools were there so yeah pretty much dominant team but if you separate the eras then there's a difference in in terms of level of competition oh hundred percent so that's how I think we should rank up you know if you want to say top three well compare the level of competitions then because uh back in the day when the Galaxy won they were still wearing short shorts yeah and now you got over here yeah different colors and everything. different colors and everything you know what i'm saying but the style of play was completely different compared different. to how it is today it's more evolved and more uh structurally sound compared to how it was back in the day so that is definitely a debate the game has definitely grown yeah exactly and that's why you know when you stating that there's a possibility for mls supremacy going forward here in Concacaf, mm -hmm. i want to say supremacy or you know like the new era but definitely like uh, reality check for you know the rest of the co uh, continent mm -hmm. and the rest of especially Concacaf. Mexico, especially Mexico because they've been 16 straight. They're, they're the ones who care, yeah. like actually win it. Yeah, and historically speaking. Yeah, and so I mean, I think we're gonna see a lot more, a lot more MLS teams winning it. I think so in the near future, and it, the MLS is only growing. And for some reason, the Mekis is not really at this point. So. Hmm. It's a reality check for Liga Mackey's clubs to say, hey, you guys need to step it up, whatever it is. My you God. know what I mean? Whether if it's the way you guys are foundationing your 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 league. But I do think there's a lot of big changes coming in terms of possible promotion relegation within the next few years because mm -hmm. there's so many new clubs that are not really necessarily like being expanded within the Liga Mackey's, but mm -hmm. within the uh federation. Oh, there's so much going down in Liga Expansión and uh, and the uh, Primera Liga and the Tercera. There's so Leaks much stuff. League's Cup too. Mm -hmm. Oh man, just imagine. That's where the MLS supremacy also expands as well. You know, mm -hmm. with the possibility of you know, like saying New Era and MLS teams winning trophies over Liga Mekis. Mm -hmm. That's something to definitely keep an eye about. I mean, think about it. How bad would it look for Liga Mekis if, with this next showcase for League's Cup between Galaxy and Chivas and LAFC? Uh, versus America, America if both MLS teams won mm. not only do they win but they play against one of the two of the most 
historic clubs, not only in Mexico, but in CONCACAF history. World history. World history, to be honest with you. Uh, That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing to say the least. And the thing is, that's building on all the things that the United States as a federation and the league has been doing to Liga Mekis recently. Yeah. Like, USA is beating the shit out of Mexico the past three, four games. And then Seattle just beat the shit out of Pumas. That's kind of like a a, t- a turn of the tide. Yeah, exactly. How the tables turn, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's the way the cookie crumbles, huh? Yeah. <laughs> can't put that back. Pe- they can't put that piece back together. <laughs> nah, how many do we got? <laughs> how many analogies? Yeah. No, but and there's one more thing I want to touch on because I saw a lot of it on Twitter, and I'm pretty sure you saw it too. Mm, there's probably. a lot of LAFC fans who are in a way upset that there's some LAFC fans that are celebrating this Seattle Sounders win mm-hmm. because. There's a lot of LAFC fans that portray themselves as also as MLS fans, mm-hmm. which is, I think, in a way, is fair enough. But how do you think of that? You know, the Seattle Sounders are, in a way, a rival of the black and gold. Yeah. And so you think it's right for us to kind of, like, appreciate the fact that they broke history, not only as a representative of Seattle, but as a representative of the league, which we are also a part of. I would... Uh, those people are just hating, bro. <laughs> you know what it is? If we have, were to have won that and every other club was, like, giving us support for being the first MLS, like, no one would say shit. Well, here's, Especially in the black and gold community. Here's the way I see it, to be honest, too, bro, because if from what I know and from what I've been told from fans of, like, various clubs in the league, mm-hmm. like, the majority of the league hates LAFC. I can see that. Because... Probably M- Galaxy, too. No, but Galaxy most definitely. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, the thing about Galaxy is that what I see is that Galaxy fans, they hate everybody equally, mm-hmm. but they hate LAFC the most, mm. which is, okay, cool. That's how, in a way, it should be in terms of rivalry, and it's like, mm-hmm. that's why, in a way, that they are the top uh, MLS club in history. Mm-hmm. They have the five trophies. Well, that's why they run rapid over everybody, but now that the competition has expanded, the football's evolved, it's a different story today, of course. 100%. But... You can't just buy Beckham, Gerard, no. and Robbie Keane all the time. Yeah, now. apparently because Douglas Costa has been there for what ten games now, hasn't done shit. So that At all. yeah, AG money is not a. You gotta get those Garber bucks running, brother. Mm-hmm. Let you know right now. Um, but yeah, like if LAFC was to win, I do think a lot of the league would be like salty, mm. just in the same way how some LAFC fans are salty about you know Seattle winning. I feel like, I feel like the LA hatred spans across every sport though almost yeah. like for some reason there's always like a bla chant that is actually and, true and like the most random places it's like kansas city chanting bla and i'm like the fuck we got what? nothing to do with y'all what bro why do you say fuck me for yeah <laughs> fuck you I know, like what the hell <laughs> we have to do with anything so i feel yeah. like people tend to just be la haters at this point yeah, you have a point there. Um, like, they hate the Dodgers. They hate the Lakers. They hate the Rams like, why? now. For no reason. It's like, they should feel, why? Because fuck them, that's why. Because <laughs> fuck them, that's why. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, but... That's what uh, it feels like. So, do point. you think it's wrong that some LAFC fans are supporting the Sounders for being representatives of MLS? Because they will consider themselves as MLS fans as well. I don't know. Um, the thing is, it's different... MLS fans from like being a Premier League fan or like La Liga oh, fan like if it's all right for example I'm a Barca fan right if Madrid's in it and the Champions League final like they are I'm not going for Madrid just because the league right like mm-hmm. there's a history behind the league and the, the rivalry runs so deep that MLS whether you people like it or not does not have that much history yeah or like 
the significance fan aspect of it like people would like to for it to be there one day but it's not it like river boca like rangers celtic it's not it's not like deep bedded bad blood if you get what i mean yeah i know i know exactly what you mean that's how i feel to be honest too about it and one day i would like to be like oh Fuck Seattle for winning it. We should be us because we won it last year. If it was like that, then yeah, of course. If we were, if every club was winning it at some aspect, but it's. I think it's just good for the league at this point. It like, is because not only good for the league, but it's great for just football in the United States in yeah. general, bro. Like the North America, it's like it's not only is breaking that barrier. Yeah, not only is USA breaking that barrier, but Canada is also, and mm-hmm. it's like they have their own Premier League that nobody really keeps an eye on. But their national team is they won the the actual qualifying group mm-hmm. you know what i mean so it's like to qualify for the world cup so it's just like dude this is good that finally mexico isn't the only one that's good in a way exactly you know what i'm saying there's finally competition and you know healthy competition what i want to see as well is let's say because <clears throat> when we do have the mls all-stars league on mickey's is it wrong for you to root for mls all-stars if you're an lafc fan no and that's also contradicting the fact that you're also rooting for Seattle to win as an MLS representative. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, everything's subjective. Everyone can have their own opinions. Yeah. But, man, just be happy for Seattle for once. It's cool, man. Like, can, yeah, they you, won. But after this, fuck you guys. Yeah, you can you can stop being a hater for like one or two days. Yeah. yeah. But now it's like, all right, we'll see you guys in like a couple months. Yeah, we'll see you. We'll, we'll uh, fuck you. <laughs> June 18th is when we face Seattle at Seattle. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy, too, because... Uh, June 18th, and this is, I don't know who wrote this schedule, bro. I don't, these script writers are crazy. June 18th, LAFC are traveling to Seattle, have a game at 12 o'clock, I believe. And then Angel City is also playing at the same stadium right after at 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. I want to say against OL Rain, Rain, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just like how we're having a back to back day, uh, a double header mm-hmm. they're having one june 18th in seattle but this is on the same day that's pretty dope that's pretty cool i hope the fans can like stay for both oh yeah, yeah. they gotta do like hey man you here for this oh, package dual package yeah exactly uh and not only that but i mean what if the lafc players stay to come watch angel city yeah, bro there was a lot who turned out for the first opener uh last week i could definitely see most of them or at least some of them being there yeah that'll be really cool man so i have something else to look forward to we got seattle in a couple of weeks uh, and I don't know. That's just something that came in my mind a little bit. I kind of wanted to touch on a bit. Yeah. Uh, but nonetheless, I, I saw that debate on Twitter. Like people are like, "Oh, should we be happy? Should yeah. we not be happy? Should like, we be oh, hating?" Yeah. And there's a lot of, you know, people who are upset. They have every right to be upset. Mm-hmm. Their ide- ideology, like, it makes sense. Yeah. But also, it's like it's as simple as, uh, you know, cool. They yeah. won. Good for them. Mm-hmm. They're the first one to do something. Yeah. Cool. Let, let him, let and I think it. I think your your position when it, when you say um um the fact that it's not really history mm-hmm. much history compared to other leagues as MLS mm-hmm. uh, you know that's the right reason you yeah. know that's why it feels different mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying everyone's like yeah I mean we finally did something because mm-hmm. I mean shoot if Seattle would have lost that game will we be bashing on the fact that Seattle lost or will we be bashing the fact that another MLS team lost both to some extent but probably the mls more exactly more or so exactly and i i don't want to i don't want my words to get misconstrued like i don't want to say that the rivalry aspect is not the same <clears throat> for certain mls fans it definitely is like they carry that through and through 
but it's different when it's like Barca and Madrid in the Champions League one year after another. Barca has five Champions League, Madrid has 50,000. So it's like there's an a- there's more of an aspect of like, oh, it should be us than, oh, that's good for Spain. Yeah. Then it, will, it would be way different if LAFC had like three Champions Leagues already, Galaxy has like 10 or something, and then you'd be like, oh, I don't want them to win it. But literally no one in the MLS has won one, so good for them. <laughs> yeah, now all of a sudden it's going to be, what, 20, 26 teams against one, bro? Like, yeah. I mean, that's already how it already feels with LAFC, which is understandable, mm-hmm. but that's from the marketing position. You know, MLS, of course, likes to sponsor and, not sponsor, but uh, promote and mm-hmm. showcase LAFC much more compared to other leagues, or other teams, excuse me, in the league. Yeah. Which, you know, whatever reason they do. I mean, it's a marketable team. Yeah, it is. And a big market, too. Yeah, so it's 100%. like, you know, you want your revenue, you want partner uh, TV partners to uh, kind of give you the dough that you're asking for. Garber will obviously, you know, reach out for those positions. It's mm-hmm. a business decision. Yep. But with that, LAFC are actually playing against Philadelphia tomorrow, and this game is not nationally televised. Really? Yeah, so the game will be... Uh, Why not? At, uh, that's a good question. Yeah, 11 a.m. So the game's at 8 p.m. It's the last game of the week, as it usually is, and it will not be nationally televised. But, so those who have ESPN Plus will be able to tune in from coast to coast, but of course, if you're local, it'll be blacked out. But, of course, LAFC have the KCOP 13 uh, TV deal. So, Max Bredos, Jordan Harvey, and Mark Rangandino will be on the call for that local broadcast. Cool. That's so, cool, at least. You know what I mean? So, it won't be, it will basically be nationally televised. But in terms of the big networks like Fox, ESPN, yeah. you know, it won't be on there. So, I mean, but it will be nationally televised if you think it about it. It should be, though. It should it's be. It's a big game. Like the number one, two teams. Yeah. Two number one teams. Two number one teams, but the thing is, they set up the TV. Unlike other sports and leagues, they set up the TV deals like as they release the schedule. Uh, all the other leagues and sports, they do it the week before. Yeah, which does the, make sense. I know the NBA does that, where like they point out nationally televised games early on. But if like a team starts getting good all of a sudden, then they would put it on the TV yeah, schedule. Yeah, and that's how it should be. That's how it should be. Yeah. Most definitely. So, yeah, I just want to go ahead and uh, transition to this LAFC uh, versus Philadelphia game. But at first, I want to mention the last time they played each other mm. and what led to <clears throat> the possible shaking of un verano de oh, sin football. Verano sin football. A very sin sad team. time. Eh? Sin ti, man. Is football. Fuck. Damn, bro. Mm. Sad time. <laughs> Dark days. We're man. past that. Well, we passed it, bro. We passed those we shattered days, those man. Days. Let you know right now, and football is back, and it's brighter than ever. Mm-hmm. LAFC, top of the West, right behind is Austin, Austin FC, who will be facing in a couple weeks, May 18th, I believe. But I remember the top of my head, or the 15th. Who do they play? Austin FC is playing Galaxy. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. This week. Is that one televised? It should be televised. Yeah, I believe so on Fox Sports. Nice. Fox Sports 1. That's good for the league. Good for the league. Good game. That's good tie-in right there. Yeah. That's dope. But yeah, LAFC versus Philadelphia back in March 8th, 2020 was the last time Philadelphia visited the bank and the last time they faced LAFC overall. Uh, Carlos Vela with the goal in the 30th minute, Diego Rossi with the goal in the 49th minute, and Eddie Segura in the 71st. I, if I remember correctly, this is the last time Diego Rossi scored a goal in front of a crowd at the bank. Really? Before he got one to Fenerbahce. Huh? Damn. That's, that sucks. That, <laughs> that's a while that's ago. That's saddening, bro. That's two years ago. 
Exactly. Two years ago, damn. His matchup was two years ago. Sergio Santos uh, opened the score though for the game in the 29th minute. And in the 48th, uh, at the start of the second half, oh my gosh, Jacob Glesnes, center back for uh, Philadelphia, scored a rocket from a free kick from over yonder, about 40-plus yards. Damn. And it was a beautiful shot, scored on, I want if I remember correctly, it was scored on Tomas Romero. Mm. And what a beautiful goal it was, man. Again, that's just one of those, like, you know what? Clap it up. It is what it is. It is what it is. You Move shake on. it off. And that's exactly what LAFC did because after that Glezen's goal, Diego Rossi responded 2-2 two to two after that. Mm. Um, and then Brendan Aronson scored in the 69th minute. And it was just very back and forth because two minutes later, my compadre, Eddie Segura, scored a goal. So You said it was 2019? Uh, 2020. Mm. Game was a 2020. So, yeah, it was a very fascinating game. And... Which you know, LAFC were supposed to uh, rest their players because later on, later on that week they had their first leg matchup against Cruz Azul, which will also mm. be at the bank. Unfortunately, on March, I want to say ninth, this game was played on March eighth, March 9th, the following day. Colin Hanks, uh, who was a super fan of LAFC and an actor and an investor within the club, I believe, uh, he was he has announced that he had COVID, mm. and which is like, oh, I was at the game last night. There was. 22,000 people there. Mm-hmm. I might have spread it on. LAFC had to postpone that game. Then later on that week, Rudy Gobert tested positive, and that's fucking, when... Fucking Rudy. Fucking Rudy. Touching mics and shit, bro. That shit pissed me off when it happened. I was like, that wasn't even funny. It really wasn't, bro. <laughs> like, if it was a good joke, okay. But it was not funny. Like, oh, my God. This is, why, this is why I still don't like Rudy Gobert, by the way. <laughs> If you see my tweets, you know I do not like that fool. Rudy, man. I hear ruining it for everybody. Yeah. It was going to happen eventually, but the way he did it, yeah, it's Yeah, exactly. Like, That's why. What a dumbass. Like, two, we could have got one or two more days out of basketball. That's what I'm saying, bro. <laughs> like, it had to be the, it had to be a shitty game, too, yeah. to leave off on. Like, <laughs> exactly. Fucking Jazz Bucks, bro, when Jazz were playing shitty, bro. Yeah, no one trying to watch Anybody trying to watch that, dude. Cancel all the... Damn it, Rudy Gobert. Can, cancel all their games. We don't care about that. Yeah, jazz. for real. Well, how many dying though is when the NBA came back in the bubble? <laughs> he was the first one to score the bucket. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, what's, how's the irony in that? Man, fucked up. But, yeah, after that, you know, I just remember. Well, let's just go ahead and talk about where exactly were we during that time. The crazy part is I didn't know you then. So I want to know exactly where were you, and you probably weren't as heavy from uh, taking you know taking in LAFC as much as you are today. Yeah, yeah. So do you remember just you know LAFC aside or not? Do you remember exactly where you were around this time? I you remember, know, before the pandemic hit. I remember those days, like those two or three days where everything started getting canceled, like one after another, like very vividly. I remember I was at home and I was like, I remember just seeing news after news because I love Twitter. You know, I'm on Twitter all the time. Oh yeah, but. I, I remember I seen like that Rudy Gobert shit, and then like, like two hours later, I think it was the, I think they were playing the Mavs. I want to say because I remember Mark Cuban like started freaking out. Oh he was yeah, in the stadium he was like, <gasps> he was like doing all these big old facial reactions. And I'm like, oh. and then they cancel the league for that, and then like Tom Hanks got COVID. Yeah, and like I was like, damn, this shit's really happening. Yeah, man. <laughs> and we didn't under- we didn't necessarily understand how serious it was. Yeah. But it was it was like all of our first times going through anything like this. I was like, yeah, I, I didn't even know what to do to be honest. 
I got laid off, dude. But the thing is, is like nobody knew what to do. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like we know this is the news. It threw everything out of way. And it's just like you just stay home for quite a while. For two weeks. For two weeks, they said. <laughs> yeah, man, I was actually fortunate to be doing an interview with um, Shoulder to Shoulder. Shout out to my family over there, Jonathan Reimer, who's uh, one of the main hosts over there. Shout out to all you guys over at Shoulder to Shoulder. Uh, they were interviewing me, trying to, you know, talking about my childhood upbringings and whatnot and how I got into the journalism world and everything I did with 110 football and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, and literally while we were recording and while I was interviewing and I was just speaking, they would tell me, oh, wait, sorry, we have some breaking news. Colin Hanks just tested positive. Oh, we have this green news. Oh, Rudy Gobert just says the positive. Oh, they mm. canceled again. And everything, like, as that interview was going on, and it's literally on Spotify. If you want to go ahead and check it out, I can put in the link in, in the description. Do you, you hear, hear that? You hear that? Yeah. I think someone's, like, oh, rolling that's, tables that's or that something. girl doing their show, bro. <laughs> Oh really? Yeah, she she be doing some rock show. Oh. <laughs> the volume all the way up. I was like, what is going on? I thought somebody's washing clothes or something. Or something. I thought they're like <laughs> rolling like tables. Yeah, or something. yeah, yeah. that's probably might be it too, man. But yeah, man, that's I was uh, doing it. I was at their studio over there in Reseda, California, and Reseda. Forgive me. You're good. Uh, I know my yeah, man, it was just kind of kind of scary, you know. Yeah. It was it's like, like all the news happening. Yeah, all, all at once. once and it's it like, like, I don't know what to do. Yeah, I was like, don't ask me. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, you know, for me, like uh, an escape was sports. And so for sports to stop, it was like, mm-hmm. dang, what do I do? Well, like, I can't yeah. watch sports live. But I was very grateful also for the pandemic because I was able to set aside some time for myself and for family, you know, the family that I was able to be with, which mm-hmm. is just my family. And, you know, it's like, dude, I can't watch sports live. Like, what could I do? And I honestly took a lot of time of watching, like, old games and, like, classic moments. And, Mm -hmm. like, I watched a lot of, like, the MLS classic matches, you know, and just revisiting those games and, like, learning more about the history of the MLS. And, like, I watched a lot of hockey, a lot of NBA, NFL. I watched a lot of – I started watching – um. Because at the time, that was the first sport to come back. Like K-League. K-League. I K-League. KBO, Korean Baseball Organization. I was watching a lot of that at 3 in the morning. I remember I was too. And I didn't even watch baseball that much. I was like. And you're like, it's something, I right? want something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, And, you know, I was just like thinking like, also during that time, during that verano sin football, mm. like, dang, how is my LAFC community doing? Like. And then once we get back, are we still going to be tightly knit? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that was a question that I w- did have. It wasn't necessarily a doubt, like, are we well or not? I just didn't know what was going on. You no, know what I mean? Nobody knew. You don't know it. Yeah, exactly. Literally no one knew what was going on or, but like, how to react. To my surprise, and it was fascinating to me, the community tightened. <clears throat> you know, we all did these, like, separate clubs, like, oh, if you like doing this. And then, you know, shout out to Zoom because that gave us opportunity to also connect to people via the internet and have Zoom calls and whatnot. Shout out Zoom. So they're probably the ones that they made bank during this pandemic. But I mean, it's like, dude, they salvaged a lot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They helped out a lot. They did. Um, And, you know, we did. I was a part of a, a club called the LAFC Virtual Watch Party Club. Mm-hmm. And it's just like literally put on an old game or we'll stay up at three in the morning on Zoom watching K-League. Just, you know? 
doing anything. Just doing anything, just dude. And like reconnecting off. with people they haven't seen in like a year or so. And it's like, mm-hmm. hey, how are you guys doing? Like during that summer, it was a very like, let me get to know you kind of summer. And like, all right, well, I always see you at the games in the past few years, but mm-hmm. I don't really know you like that. Yeah. So I found that really cool, you know? And like everybody was invited. There was also the, uh, um, like the vinyl club was getting set up. People who were like cycling, the cycling club, the running club, those are all, you mm-hmm. know, of course, socially distanced and whatnot, but it was done. Yeah. So I weird, found that really cool, time, but it was man. such a weird time. But you, you know, the connection was still there. And, you know, like the gaming club as well, which is something that I was very, uh, you know, was very fun to be a part of and, you know, to help uh, contribute to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was just a big success overall. So I'm really, in a way, feel honored uh no not honored but blessed uh to be a part of something during such a difficult time because mm-hmm. they connected with me with people that i would have never known if i was just doing what i'm doing right now like just going to the games saying the regular people and i try to meet new people from time to time you know but mm-hmm. exactly you have those people that you're comfortable with that time you were in an uncomfortable situation forcing yourself to get out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. to you know at the end of the day you're in the same situation as everybody because everybody has to stay home yeah, everyone's as lost as you. Yeah, exactly. So that's how my, but I don't think football was. And, you know, I'm grateful for it, man. You know what I mean? I'm grateful in many ways. In many ways, it was difficult, but I always try to look outside the positives uh, from the negatives. And, you know, I'm not a mathematician, you know me already, but I always think of it as, you know, a negative and a negative always equals a positive. Mm-hmm. So that's exactly what I got out of that. So that was pretty cool, man. At the very least, it was a learning lesson. Yeah, most definitely. Learned a lot about yourself, people around you, about the world. Yeah. And yeah, man. We go forward from there. All all of, all of the above. Yeah. You got anything else to touch on on that? Uh, about Verano Sin Fútbol? Yeah. Not really. I just remember when they finally got back, Barcelona got their ass whooped by Bayern. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, damn. Alfonso Davies. I was like, damn. Alfonso Davies doing his thing on him, too. Who do you break? Sergio Roberto on the corner? Who was it? He broke somebody's ankle before the crowd. The whole team, basically. PK. Yeah. <sighs> Barca was in the mud. Yeah. Slowly getting back We're out. coming back, though. We're slowly, coming back. slowly. Coming back. With that, the shadow days are over, man. Mm. Thank God. Thank God. And football is back. And LAFC are on top, back where they belong. And, you know, for the storybook, Philadelphia is as well on the Eastern Conference. Mm. Now, tomorrow, May 7th. At 8 p.m. now that I'm finding out. I thought the game was at 7. I thought it was at 7.30. They moved it to 8 p.m., brother. We I st- thought it was at 7.30. We sleeping over at the bank tomorrow. I'll let you know right now because Angel City plays on Sunday, so might as well stay. <laughs> you know For what real. I mean? Um, Is Fox doing it? They're not doing it, right? No, nah, CBS, so CBS and or That's at least on time. <laughs> oh, that's right. For uh, LAFC? Yeah, the broadcast because no, 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 no. you know how they push it back sometimes. No, no, cause it's going to be on K-Cop. Mm. Yeah, so... It's a local broadcast. Hey. Um, so, yeah, man, I'm excited for that. But LAFC up top with 22 points. Philadelphia up top, I believe, with 18. Yes. So, dude, this is going to be a great game. There's so, a lot of new faces within the club. Good game. It's going to be a very good game. There's a lot of new faces between both clubs. Mm-hmm. You know, last time we played L- uh, Philadelphia, uh, they had Casper Shabelko, who's now at Chicago, mm-hmm. which is like who has been like the face of the franchise. For the past decade, for that club, Brendan Aronson. Brendan Aronson is, he's uh, he's at um Salzburg. Salzburg, Red yeah. Bull Salzburg. So there's a lot of new faces, but Jacob Gleason is still there. You still have 
Oh no, they don't have um, Kellen Rowe anymore. So that's somebody who's over who just won the oh, Champions yeah, he's League. He's on Seattle. Yeah, which is playing insane. outside back. Outside for some back, reason. exactly. So it's just like there's a lot of new faces, a lot of new things. But Mark then McKenzie too. Mark McKenzie as well. He's a uh, Gonzo. Yes, Gank in Belgium. Gank in Belgium. So there's a lot of new faces, a lot of stuff. But at the end of the day, this team is still strong. You mm-hmm. know, Sergio Santos still up top doing this thing. Still have Jacob Glesnes holding it back. Um, and uh, Andre Blake. Same manager? Same manager, yep. Jimmy Curtin. Mm. Jimmy Curtin. So these guys are defending Supporters Shield champions. Uh, the Sons of Ben are definitely going to turn out tomorrow at the bank. And so I'm very excited for this game. Um, now that's especially after this uh, previous win for LAFC. Mm-hmm. And yeah, man, I'm very excited. Very excited for this game. We already know how tough the month of May is going to be, but we just need to finish out strong. And this one is just another mountain that we have to get on top of so we could get on to the next hill. And slowly and slowly, we get those two weeks after, two weeks off after the month of May before we travel to Seattle for that match mm-hmm. in June 18th. So I'm excited as well. I'm excited Plus, big time. This is like the, this is like, the first time we're playing like a good team in a minute, yeah. Like first, like in, in a way, like yeah. Two weeks, yeah. Like a genuinely good team. Where genuinely you look, good where team, you like look statistically, at them on the standing, you're like, oh, you number, mark. Number like, one. And you were talking about, you know, you mark your calendar for these specific games, and this yep. is one of those. And so, yeah, I'm really excited for that. Um, Shit, it could even be a preview of the finals. Possibly, you never know. And I wanted to ask you too. Do you think? I mean, it's still early in the season. We're still within ten games. Yeah, is this game gonna make a big difference going forward do you think because you're saying it might be a preview in what context in terms of like yeah like you say it might be a preview do you really do you really think that or you're just saying it's a possibility it's very possible i mean you never know of course with the way playoffs could go like once the whistle blows anything could happen yeah no matter the seating or anything but i mean they've looked very good so far julian caranza has been balling i Mm -hmm. like that guy I used to buy him in, uh, in career mode all the time. There you go. Football manager, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I more. think it was on Banfield, honestly. Ah, okay, okay. Um, I might miss Argentinos, you know. Yeah, you got to support the Boludos. They come. Yeah. Support the Boludos. Boludos. Che Boludos. Yeah, this is definitely a game that I'll be like, oh my. Because the last time we played them, you know, in 2020, you didn't expect that from Philadelphia. Like, wow, Jacob Glissens, who is this guy? You know, he shot a rocket the way he did. And ever since then, he's just been balling in the back line for Philadelphia. Jim Curtin just, what a, you know, flipping the script for that club overall. So mm-hmm. definitely exciting. And, of course, I'm always going to talk about the Steve Trundle versus the opposing coach uh, matchup. And this is definitely one of those where it's like, how, who can adjust better uh, tactically and, you know, be a better manager from the sidelines in this matchup? How does Philly Philly typically set up? I want to say they want to go four one four one. I want to say, but I could be wrong. Last game they set up in a four one three two. Yeah, I know it was a CDM for sure, but the anchor four one three two. Sergio Santos up top, and who else? Caranza. Caranza, right? No, last game was actually um, Mikael Uri mm-hmm. and Caranza. Oh, Bedoya's on there still. Yeah, mm-hmm. Andre Bedoya. Good for him. Still there. Somebody got to be better than Still going on. That's what I'm saying. And again, the fascinating part is like, dude, this has been a long time coming. Because I remember, believe the first few games back, uh, not necessarily from the pandemic, but like before the bubble or during the bubble, one of those, 
Alejandro Bedoya, this was like at the time where the George Floyd protests were happening and, the, and all that stuff, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate. But I remember Alejandro Bedoya scoring a goal and he goes to the sideline of the corner kick and grabs like the, the TV microphones that are just right there on the ground. Mm-hmm. And he yells like something like, oh, you know, stop shooting people or this and that, you know. Stop killing people. Yeah, like showing showcasing like, let's give justice to those who have been harmed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just like, dude, that was two years ago, really? It seems like yesterday yeah. when that happened. Uh, it seems like yesterday we beat Leon in that uh, first round of the Champions League. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's just it's crazy how much time has flew, and that's why I feel like this is such a like a deja vu type of matchup, like very nostalgic in a way. So definitely, definitely. Th- I'm I'm very excited for this match, bro. I don't know if you could tell already. Um, they, it seems like they do typically set up in a four one three two. Yeah, four one three two. Okay, cool. Uh, I have to give a shout out to Ilya Sanchez. Because apparently he's back on Instagram. So go hey. ahead and follow him at Ilya Sanchez. Hit him LA, on the gram. Hit him on the gram. And, and <laughs> LAFC are like promoting him super heavy. Mm. Um, hey, but yeah, man. If you're, if you're in the LA market, you might as well Yeah. get your money off your likeness. Yeah, most definitely. <clears throat> Look at AD. This dude's in every other commercial. Every nowadays. other commercial, right? Mm. And so is all the retired folk like Shaq. Shaq over here. <laughs> oh, Shaq. The general Shaq. and again, Gold Bomb. Shaq's in a world of his own, dude. dude. This dude. <laughs> he won life. Yeah. He this won. dude's doing he, side missions. He beat the point. game. <laughs> he beat the game of life. He's like, I don't know what else to do. I'm just going to do a side mission. Hey, what, am I, what can I do? Uh, I'm a DJ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, uh, what can I do? I'm going to be Papa John. Yeah, right. <laughs> this, man, <laughs> this man is Papa John. Now, all dude. of a sudden, right? It's crazy. You can do whatever you want yeah. when you're Shaq. Yeah, exactly. You're that tall, you're like, ooh. I remember, and this is that you know derivating from the actual discussion. Mm-hmm. But I remember, you know, uh, Shaq talking about experience as a rookie. You know, mm-hmm. you know how like I mean, as soon as you join the league or anywhere, if you're fresh, man, you're gonna be getting hazed. Yeah, a little bit. And they're one of the veterans of the squad of Orlando Magic were trying to haze him. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, hey, pick up my bags. You know, the the I forgot who it was, but somebody's asking, hey, probably pick up Horace my bags. Grant it was probably Horace Grant. Yeah, yeah. and then. This who Shaq's response was like, oh, no, no, you can't haze me. He's like, oh, but you're a rookie. I'm like, yeah, but I'm the franchise player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw that, yeah, too. Yeah, which is hilarious, man. So just that that I, mentality, dude. Like, I'm also thinking, like, who could say that? Or who would be like that uh, for LAFC? You know what I mean? Vela, just on the aspect of how good he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, like, I'm talking about, like, that young, you know, he's a franchise player. Mm-hmm. Mama, Mama Dufal, maybe? Maybe. He seems humble, though. He does, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. But still, like, the mentality is hilarious. Yeah. I was thinking, like, maybe, um, yeah, Mama Dufal's a good one. Mahalo, maybe. Maybe. I mean, um, I'm hyping this kid up too much, bro. But Nathan Ortiz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, like, I don't know. I'm be here for a while. You ever pick my stuff up? You know what I mean? But yeah. uh, I'm just me hyping over that guy. Um. Yeah, man. One one funny little sack thing that I was watching on Inside the NBA the other day, <laughs> since we're already off topic, uh, they were talking about coaching in the playoffs, right? Uh-huh. And how coaching matchups can decide everything. And Shaq was like, "Coaching doesn't matter," <laughs> <laughs> and he was firmly <laughs> on this thing that like no matter what, and the, even like Kenny John, Kenny Smith, and like yeah, stuff yeah. were like, "Bro, you had Phil Jackson and like the best coaches." Uh, what's his name? Pat Riley too. Yeah, yeah, like you had some of the best coaches ever. How can you say coaching doesn't matter? He's like, man, it doesn't matter when you're seven feet tall. It, it don't matter. Yeah, at the end of the day, yeah. Every every conversation ends with Shaq being like, oh, I got three rings or I got four rings. Yeah, or 
oh, I got G14 classification. I'm seven feet tall. You can't tell me what to do. Yeah, that's hilarious, bro. I'm just, like, it's so funny how... We really need an inside the MLS. Dude, like, we really We do. need that. Be we need just an inside the NBA, but for football in general. Like, do dude, it during the World Cup or something. That'd be amazing. Hilarious, bro. I would love that. Uh, I think a little bit of someone like that is like that new CBS uh, Paramount Plus panel. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like Thierry Henry over there. Carragher. Carragher. Um, Michael Richards. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, man. All they're, right, man. Let's trying to get there. Yeah, most definitely. Let's go ahead and give our predictions, brother. How we thinking? And we got to go actual, like, deep in depth. Hey, I'm on, I'm like. You want to like, like two games? Three for yeah, nine three or for, something. Yeah, but you're like on a streak right yeah, now. Yeah, no, so I you've been doing your thing, bro. Yeah. So let me think about this. <laughs> you can go first. <laughs> It's going to be a close one, brother. Mm. I want an LAFC win, but I wouldn't be surprised if there's a draw. Mm. I'm going to go 2-2 two, two draw. 2-2. Two, 2-2 two. Two, two draw. Really? I'm not very optimistic. I hope, I hope I'm wrong mm. in a good way. Hopefully. What I you hope got you're for, wrong. What too. you got for me, brother? I'm going to go 3-1 LAFC. Fair enough. I feel like it's going to be 1-1 most of the game. And just two last men, mm. like Benzema and, and Rodrigo. Yeah. Which is a crazy-ass game, too. I can't believe that shit happened. <laughs> it still blows my mind. Madrid, Madrid. <laughs> like, I'm a Barca fan, but I can acknowledge Madrid's greatness. But, yeah. like, oh, my God. How do you concede two within, like, 59 seconds? You don't I understand. Right here, looking through the USU windows right now, through the radio station, they're mm-hmm. they're doing the the freshman orientation for the incoming freshmen okay. on the last week of school. Like, I don't know, bro. Don't come. Don't come, bro. <laughs> Do not come. Do not come in here. Hey, stay over that? there, bro. You guys get a, get your asses back to high school. Have you seen man. that video of um, Kamala Harris and Trump? And Kamala Harris is like, "Do not come." Yeah. Do not come. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what's going through my head. Yeah. And Trump's like, I'm going to come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> Twitter, man. All right, man. You ready to call it a day? Yeah. All righty. Let's do it. Good talk. Funny talk. Hey. Thank you for tuning in to the Sandra Saga Show here live from the LBC La Playa Larga. I'm your host, Jerry Reynoso. I have a new Instagram and social media handle overall, at Reynoso Report. Plug it in. Go ahead and follow me. Do it again, just in case. At Reynoso Report. Yeah. How about that, Jonathan Ortega? At where John at? At where John at? And follow us on social media, at Los Angeles Saga. LAFC takes on Philadelphia Union tomorrow at 8 p.m. live at Ben California Stadium. We will be there and we hope to see you too. Also, if you got a chance, go ahead and check out Angel City this Sunday, who will also take be taking on Orlando Pride. Should be a great match. All right, and shout out to all the mamas. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, mama. This is 22 West Radio. We'll see you guys Monday afternoon for All Reaction Monday. And don't forget. We are black and gold. Oh, my bad, man. I did yo, too. Yo, you ready to go, bro? Yeah, go. That's all good. Thank there you. We are 22S Radio, but we are also black, black and gold. gold. It's the bounce of the wild. Jiggy Jack calling. Jiggy Jack calling. Snoop Doggy Dog. Hells like every day. Dropping what my Mr. Dr. Drake. Like I said, can't with this. Can't with that. That I drop because you know it don't stop. Mr. 187 on them.